1: Did Avril die? Was she replaced by a doppelganger? I'm Joanne McNally, and I'm doing a deep dive into a notorious internet conspiracy. Who replaced Avril Lavigne? Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Exterior graveyard night. Mark and Maddie are horny teens, (laughs) propped up against a gravestone, (laughs) thinking about, but not actually, kissing...
2: That dance was lame.
0: told you. I knew it was
2: going to be lame, but coach said the whole team had to go to homecoming.
0: I can't believe I'm dating River Country High's first ever goth quarterback.
2: (laughs) That's me. Mark, the goth quarterback. (laughs) 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 Uh.
0: So, why do you like the graveyard so much?
2: So nice. So quiet, so nice. I come here to think and run footwork
1: drills. (laughs) (laughs) The wind picks up and Maddie stares off into the distance.
2: What's wrong, Sugar Plum?
0: What the fuck? What the fuck is that the actual fuck?
2: Maddie stands. Hey, Jill, it's probably just a grave guy.
0: No, there's someone coming.
2: Maddie runs off. Maddie! Maddie, wait! We didn't even Ouija yet!
1: Mike turns to look where Maddie was looking.
2: Hello? Hello? Anyone there? Silence.
1: I better pack everything up. The sounds of rustling and footsteps approaching at a fast pace.
2: What the? Hey! No, no, no!
1: Sounds of Mark being devoured (laughs) slash (laughs) destroyed. I really want Mark the goth quarterback to be the (laughs) awkwardness of this
0: season. Mark the goth, first Riverhead Country High's first ever goth quarterback. Mark the
2: goth quarterback. (laughs) We are getting close to making our short horror film, Close and Lock the Patio Door. In one week, you're going to hear us actually make our movie. Can you believe it? I can't. The script is written. The crew is being assembled. The location is locked in. But there is one thing we need to look at. Acting. Specifically, horror acting. We've written a handful of scenes, like Goth Quarterback, to test our abilities. As actors, we've all done our share of comedy and plenty of drama, and even action. But horror is a different beast. Monster. Dracula. Horror is a different Dracula. Today on the show, can we let our fears come to the surface? How do we nail acting? The scary kind of acting. It's Let's Make a Horror. It's On previous seasons of the show, we've been writing these projects, but this time we're doing everything, directing, producing, and acting. And today we're focusing on acting, but that should come pretty easy to us. We're all actors to varying degrees. Ryan has been making a living on TV and movies for most of his adult life. Maddie is primarily a stand-up comedian and writer, but she's booked a few roles. And as for me, I've traveled the world acting performing at the Sydney Opera House, London's West End, but the thing I'm most recognized for these days is a Pepto-Bismol commercial that will just not stop airing, where I express relief as my co-workers sing to me about nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, and, well, who can remember? It's nothing.
3: Sounds like something.
1: When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion... Diarrhea.
2: Pepto-bismol coats oh yeah, diarrhea. Now I remember. The point is, we're all actors. So this should be the part of the project with which we're the most comfortable. But here's the thing. When you're watching a movie, nobody notices that the director cuts too early or the screenwriter misspells a word. But if we suck on screen, you'll notice for sure. We don't have professional directors or producers making us look good. We just have each other. And that may not be enough. So let's try an acting exercise. We've written some short horror scenes, and now we're doing our best to portray the many sides of horror, such as fear, menace, and fear. Maddie, you volunteered to go first.
0: Yes, and I'd love to cast mine with the two of you. I wrote it with you guys in mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, who's taller?
2: Ryan,
1: for sure. Mm-hmm. You, how tall are you? Six even. And how tall are you? Four two. <laughs> okay.
0: So, Ryan, you will play taller guy, and I will do the stage directions. Okay. Mark, you will play guy. Okay. The purpose is to practice being scary as actors and also practice, see it's a, what it's like to write something and It's a to be writing scary. challenge
1: and an acting challenge. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's okay. see what we can do.
0: Interior parking lot night. A guy walks to the only car in the parking garage. Suddenly, another taller guy appears.
2: Excuse me? Ah. Do you have a light? Sorry, you scared me.
0: I get that a lot. The first guy is creeped out. He realized the tall guy is growing?
2: Uh, well, have a good night. Oh, I will.
0: He's way taller now. What the? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, no, don't. He kills him. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That was really uh, scary. He got but, really tall and he killed him. Yes, yeah.
2: the last line is he kills him. That's I just I love the way it ended. That um, <laughs> yeah, I added some foley.
0: That was odd. The keys, yeah. wow. the keys
1: were huge and the steps were huge. Great, I felt it.
2: And the man was literally huge. Uh, so what Maddie's done? It's very simple. You mm-hmm. did it in four five lines.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um, one Remedy. of them says, you literally, you scared me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it gets right to the point. He scared yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's on the page. I mean,
2: if, you, if this was, if this short was made, it would have a million views. It'd be fine. Because like if it was because there would be a guy growing taller that was mm. scary. But I don't you know?
1: understand why like he asked for a light and then that's <laughs> never discussed again. It's just like, well, have a good night. I guess because he's scared of the guy. Yeah, he doesn't give him the so light. So I say, do you, <laughs> yeah. can you I have a light? Oh, sorry, you scared me. I get that a lot. Then have a good have night. Have a good That's night. Like, which is kind of like, go away. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't say no. Which is an interesting turn acting-wise. Yeah. Like, this is done. This exchange is done. Like, when Which you, is a brave thing to say to someone you're scared of. Yes. Mark, now you talked about your... Do you want to move on to one of yours? Because you sure. referenced...
2: I want to... I just Before we do this, I just want to say, without a hint of a joke, this was the hardest oh, exercise... Yeah. That I've attempted for the all three seasons so yeah. far. I, I feel like uh, horror films. There's a lot. There's a lot to see. I don't think it's necessarily done with dialogue. And just having dialogue without all the all the all the other stuff around it. I, I think is is, is without is a,
1: the scary context. Yeah. Mm. It's, yeah. It's tough.
2: It's tough. It's kind of like saying be be funny now. Totally. Being scared is tough. For my scene, to try to sink into the scariness a bit more, we decided to remove the stage directions. We also read it a few times before recording it, but here's what you need to know about it. Two people are pulling up to a house to visit a friend, and they are coming up to the front door.
0: Oh, hey, you two. Hi.
1: Hey. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, is, is your brother not coming in? Or... No, no. Oh, he's not?
0: No, his plane was delayed, so he's he's not going to get in until, like, later tonight.
1: Oh, uh. I just assumed that was your brother. So who's in the car? Our car? There's nobody in our car. What? Yeah, yeah, there was. I assumed it was your brother.
2: Maybe you just saw a reflection or something. No, it was a guy wearing a white jacket and a black hat. I don't know what to tell you. No guy in the car. Marianne was in the front seat. Maybe you saw her?
0: No. She didn't see me. She saw him.
1: Who? Who did I see? Him. Ah! (laughs) That's scary. Yeah. I don't know if my delivery was scary, but it was a scary turn of events. Mm.
0: The brother was a big, I don't know what was going on with the brother. His flight was, you know?
2: Yeah. Like why did, why was that in there?
0: No, no. But I was misdirected by the brother. I was worried about his flight. Remember,
1: like we Uh, do, a mm. lot of it is misdirection. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like,
2: okay. Yeah. Like sometimes
0: someone just wants a light. And then grow taller and kill you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic misdirection. Um, I just want to say that I I, I did try very hard in my scene.
2: No, Maddie's. No, I, that's what I said. No, but isn't that interesting though? That it's like this, I it's said just, the same thing.
0: It's it is the hardest thing we've ever done. Yeah. this is the hardest thing. We've ever done. I
2: think we're learning about what it is to read off the page and yeah. to really like put. But our, also, when our you guys were being
0: there. scared, I was I was like, whoa, you know, it's mm-hmm. really just acting.
2: Uh, Okay, let's move on. But I think that was great. Ryan?
1: Let's do my more serious one. Lastly, Ryan scene. Interior living room night. Mark sits alone on a couch. He is munching on popcorn. His phone rings. Looking down, he sees it's an unknown number and silences it. Minutes pass. His phone rings again. Same number. He silences it again. It immediately rings again. Then again. Then again. Finally, he answers. Hello? Don't hang up. Who is this? Don't
2: be a victim. What? Don't
3: look behind
2: you. Excuse me. Don't get scared. <laughs> Whatever this is, just take my number off the list. Don't
1: hang up. He he hangs up, goes back, uh, goes back to his popcorn, the phone rings again, he answers. Stop calling me. Don't hang up. He hangs up. It immediately starts to ring again. Almost as soon as he pushes the disconnect button, he lets it ring. It keeps ringing. It doesn't go to voicemail. It keeps ringing. He puts it down on the couch, but it doesn't stop. Finally, he picks it up again. I'm calling
2: the police. Don't who are you? What do you want?
1: I'm trying to help you, Mark. Music. Mark stands up.
2: I'm calling the cops and blocking your number. do hang up. He hangs up and does nine one one. Yes. Hi. Um, uh. I don't really know. I'm being harassed. I, a, a number I don't recognize keeps calling me and saying like cryptic, cryptic things. Like, no, nothing too bad, but they keep calling and they won't stop. Silence. Hello.
3: It sounds like they're just trying to help you, Mark.
1: Oh my god. The doorbell rings.
0: <laughs> good.
1: I like that he called 911 and it
0: yeah. was
2: the
1: same person. The same voice. That was a very good twist. Yes. Or Just good. trying the calls coming from inside your house phone sure. vibe, yeah. you know. I
0: like that the 911 answered yes. Yes.
1: Well, exactly. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah.
2: Was, okay. <laughs> Uh, it is was interesting really how
0: it's always like, I just want acting notes, not like, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just it just seems like it completely changes based on the performance more than other things. Yeah,
1: totally.
0: Changing on the words. Like, rom-com, it felt like changing the words was changing the performance. Right. Whereas this is like, you could totally do anything. If I'd been like, don't hang up, that would have mm-hmm. been such a different scene.
2: Completely.
1: Yeah. A different monster. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Don't hang up. Yeah, don't and with sci-fi, there's so much... <laughs> There's so much like plot that you have to discuss and right. talk about. And, like, don't that's... hang
0: up because your water need to be yeah. used for drinking water.
2: <laughs> don't hang up because we have to process the beans and throw out the bean trash.
0: Don't hang but... up. There's a lot of radiation in Who's space. Who's calling who yeah. in this situation?
2: <laughs> you know, I don't know if I believed we were going to be able to take this exercise seriously, but in the end, we actually learned a lot.
0: Well, my reflection is, this is a bit inside the actor's studio, Mm -hmm. but of course, when I'm acting, and in my head, someone starts saying, you're so bad at acting, this is so bad, oh, listen to the way that you just said that line, that Mm -hmm. wasn't scary at all, of course, it starts to get worse. Yeah. Interesting. So it's, uh, you gotta...
1: like It's vulnerable to pretend to be scary. It's weird. Yeah. It's strange. It's like pretending to be in love, or it's it's a grand emotion that we all uh, feel differently.
2: Pretending to be scared is going to be very or scary. Scary and scared. But it's
1: like both, both it's embarrassing. Are, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big strong guy, monster guy. <laughs> yeah, we it's have, have be our tough. work
2: work cut out for us, don't we? Like we all said, this was for sure the hardest exercise we've done in the three seasons of this show. <sighs> I think we need to talk to someone who is a little bit better at this than us.
1: Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough.
3: Hi, I'm Rose. <laughs> I am an actor from New Zealand. That's
2: Rose McIver. She starred on the TV show I Zombie for 5 seasons where she played a medical examiner who happened to also be a zombie. She also stars on the spooky sitcom Ghosts, but one of her most notable credits is the Peter Jackson horror film The Lovely Bones.
1: When you do you do when you have to act scared because I've had to act scared before, do you think of scary things or do you like technically be like this is what a scared person exhibits in certain <laughs> situations.
3: Do you know I what I remember, mean? I like- remember, <laughs> do you know what's funny? I remember I thought I was just doing the work and was like, oh, you know, you don't think, you don't want the vanity of thinking about your face or like anything. And when I was filming The Lovely Bones, which was definitely, you know, ho- horror elements, it was a <laughs> film that Peter Jackson made in New Zealand. I don't know if people don't know, it's about um, a girl who's like assaulted and murdered and, and her family and how they cope. And it's very, very, very sad mm-hmm. and so i was trying to like really get lost in the emotion of this i've just had this panicked kind of run and i think i've survived the running away from the killer and i've landed on my back and i was lying there and i just heard this like cut and i was like oh i thought, thought i killed that what's going on it was like middle of the thing and he was like can, can we do another one where you're not flaring your nostrils quite so much oh and i was like oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Good, good. Yeah. Like someone's got to say it. Like it's going to be distracting in the final cut if I'm like just sort of, sort of profusely um, flaring my nostrils, but it can be a bit of a juggle because, um, you know, it's like people who blink all the time. You don't want to be thinking about any of that, and you shouldn't be, but you do need a director or somebody to intervene at a certain point and be like, this is going to distract the audience. This is like. what
1: it looks like. This yeah, is what's happening yeah. at the moment. Like, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is a joke. So, match.
3: Yeah. So be careful. That's my big um, cautionary tale is just watch out for the nose flaring on any close-ups when you're doing like <laughs> panicked, panicked breathing.
1: <laughs> do you have any tricks for how to do panicked breathing without flaring your nostrils?
3: Just really drop your jaw. Like, really. <laughs> Oh. yeah panting cinema oh.
1: gotcha. oh. <laughs> you uh
2: you worked with Stanley Tucci on that right mm-hmm. um what was that like?
3: you know that was such a special project with really special people involved and Stanley Tucci, who plays the murderer um mm-hmm. he came out recently saying how hard he found that job and how incredibly upsetting it was to take that home every night. And, you know, it was a long shoot. I think it was six months or something we did three months in the States and three months in New Zealand. And um, he was just so incredibly generous because I was 19 at the time and, you know, he had scary scenes with other people as well. I can only speak to what, what I had going on, which was just, he made such an effort in between to, um, break the illusion in a way that I think is healthy for, you know, it's, I I get when people have to stay committed and present, but if you're doing that on and on and on, and it was my first time working overseas, it just could have easily been a very overwhelming and intimidating and terrifying experience. And um, he was incredibly generous.
2: You've had to be scary too, right? Like, like you need to be intimidating in some of the roles you play. Like what, like, and how do you, How does that work? I
3: don't know that I'm great at that. And I really want to be like, I want so badly when people say, what role are you most wanting to play? I'm like a villain. Like I want to be a villain Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong. It's like, not that I don't have awful qualities and could be just, you know, really manipulative and and sinister. It's, it's just something about my face. Like my baby face, round cheeks doesn't seem to kind of (laughs) elicit fear. And I have to work on that because that's, yeah, I, I, I think I find it quite hard to be, um, to play intimidating mm-hmm. and, and kind of feel much ownership behind it. I just feel a bit silly. I've got a self-consciousness about that, I think. Totally.
1: Because acting is embarrassing. Acting is, like, that, it's I always so say, embarrassing. it's embarrassing, and that's what you have to get over, like, every part. Yeah. It's like, this is in, I, I'm in front of other adults yeah. pretending to be this guy who doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. I okay. so
3: agree, Ryan. I'm no sure. one talks about that enough. Like
1: It's embarrassing.
3: I also think that about actually being funny sometimes. I'm like, in comedy, I always try, as a human, I try to, like, soften my own jokes and, like, smile and, like, sm- laugh a lot at what other people say. And, like, it's all the stuff that makes you not very funny because it's not really dry. And um, I think, like, spe- I mean, especially something like stand-up where people have to sort of, it's such a, um earnest performance you're giving or, like, a, I don't know, I, I feel like as soon as I'm Rose, I'm like, oh, like, oh <laughs> can can't kind of... <laughs> Hold the hold that that like tension, taught yes. that you need to for comedy. Mm-hmm. I'd be a terrible stand up.
2: If if I, well, I'm sure you'd be great. Um, <laughs> you'd probably be a great yeah, good stand up yeah, actually.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you, have, uh, you have, you have, you have. <laughs> through everything and yeah. be like, she thinks she's hilarious. What's she doing? Get off. Get out. <laughs> Rose,
2: if you uh, if you got your dream villain job, what mm. what would it mm-hmm. be? And just assuming that you could nail any any like type of thing that you would play what would your what would your villain be
3: I don't get like deeply humiliated often I I get embarrassed and think acting is silly and stuff but I don't for some reason saying this sounds just like I feel tragic I'm like it's so far from something that I could (laughs) even actually do but like the Cate Blanchett in Thor. Like, I can't do it. And I'm laughing Mm. at myself. I'm hating Mm. myself right now for thinking. Like, it's just, I would look so silly. I would look so, with the sort of, I don't have cheekbones. I don't have any of that. Like, you've got to look sort of menacing and, like, severe. (laughs) And I don't... I think I'd have to play, like, the weird little decoy, like, oh, the red herring, nobody saw it, you know, it was going to be her, I don't know, something like that, it's (laughs) probably a bit more.
2: So it is, it is then, this is very obvious, but it is about a look, you think, like, you kind of, if you're going to nail some role, especially, like, in a scary scenario, or, like, you have to, you have to look a certain way, you have to have a certain Um, look about you. I,
3: I think there's, like, it doesn't have to be one particular quality, but I think if you're not tall, if you're not, um, kind of shrewd looking or like really like if you've got that kind of like little cunning thing, if you, you, there's gotta be like, it can, it it isn't like there's one look for a villain, Mm -hmm. but there's like five prototype looks that I don't fit Mm -hmm. into any of the buckets. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm -hmm. What are, do you have any some specific things that scare you? Like for me, I'm a real, like lights are off. What's in the house. What's that noise kind of scare? mm -hmm. Like, do you have any like specific Mm -hmm. Rose scares that always get you?
3: Well, on a genuine awful kind of earnest note, OCD is like f- fear of the unknown. So mm-hmm. like to me, um, there's been a lot of like, uh, well, what if I've said something, you know, it'll be really totally. irrational. It's very irrational, but it'll yeah. be like, mm-hmm. what if I've said something and I've hurt that person's feelings and yes. ultimately then they're going to tell for 400- That's the thing that will keep me awake at night yes. by far. Um, so then kind of, anything that's sort of adjacent to that, like if I see it on screen, if uh, a really, like a moment of somebody being humiliated. Yeah. Do you know, uh, am I allowed to talk shit about a show? It's everybody's favourite show. And I I love, I I think it's like really well made. I'm not trying to, but Jury Duty, that new series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I have such a visceral response to him not knowing what is happening. Even though he's, like, on board and I, uh, you know, he sounds mm. great and, like, I'm sure, sure he's had a great experience. But my, like, terror about, oh, my gosh, he doesn't know what's mm-hmm. happening and he's yeah. not in on the joke, that does something to my brain. Totally. Yeah.
2: But that's a great point. Like, watching, I, I'm uncomfortable with watching uh, somebody be pranked or mm. punked or whatever. Yeah. Like, I, I always feel. Oh, do like do pranking I'm, and I'm punking. never comfortable Like, it's, very, watching like,
1: it's yeah, yeah, it's
2: unnerving. I'm not for a prankster.
3: Sure. Yeah. I'm not a prankster yeah. at all. Like, because it's just a I lie. Just, no. <laughs> it's just lying.
2: I, I've done. I've done soft pranks. I one time gave my wife uh, uh, a, a piece of cheese instead of a piece of soap, and I cause she. And It was what? the funniest thing that that's happened. No. we were at a hotel. Oh, it's cute. And She was like, "Can you grab that soap off the thing and give it to me?" And she was in the shower, and I thinking so fast, I cut a piece of cheddar cheese <laughs> and kind of I pretended thing. and I pretended to take it out of the wrapper and I gave it to her, and she started washing with it and then i was dying laughing so hard and i had to leave the room and then she she was like it's not sensing <laughs> and then like we're just going to like and then she smelled it and was like it smells like cheese.
3: <laughs> for some reason i'm absolutely fine with this
2: i me i'm still laughing at yeah. okay 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 so we got off topic there for a bit but we brought things back with an all-new "Let's Make a Horror" trademark game, we're calling "Romcom Lines as Horror Lines." The premise is simple: we pulled famous dialogue from romantic comedy movies, and it is our job to perform them like they would in a horror movie. It's the ultimate acting test.
3: And can you be can you be the scary person or the scary in these yeah. scenarios? Yeah. How does
1: it? What's, what's Yeah. What the rules?
2: Well, I think that that'll, that'll be up to who sets it up. So I'll, I'll set this one up. Okay. Okay. Ryan, your character has just been mortally wounded by somebody Yeah. and you are in a basement and you're bleeding out. And this is what you say to the killer.
1: I learned it to be you I learned to be you so badly <laughs> <laughs> And that was from You've Got Mail
2: Okay, great job, Ryan
3: Very erotic right. ah,
1: Yeah,
2: it was pretty <laughs> erotic
1: <laughs> Oh, no Oh, no Oh, no
3: No, that was great, Ryan yeah, I Thank mean, you
1: very much, Rose I yeah, appreciate that good. Yeah, no, but it was too, Maybe too erotic So that's something Erotic
3: about. horror Yeah It's a genre yeah.
2: So Ryan, why don't you set this one up um, for, uh, okay. for Maddie? Uh,
1: okay. uh, let's say uh, you're at the door and there's a team of zombies trying to get through the door and you're holding the door and you're screaming this <laughs> at the zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and you're about to okay. open the door and shoot them with a shotgun.
0: Okay. Particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there if you look for it. <laughs> I've got a sneaky feeling that love is actually all around. <laughs> oh,
1: that's good. That's really good. good. I can it's see really <sighs> you, sh- wow. you Kick that the door open you get was those intense.
2: guys. I really thought you were gonna be killed by someone. Yeah, I was on age. <laughs> okay, Maddie, you set it up for Rose.
0: Okay, Rose. Um, this this boy is about to eat this girl's hand in front Ooh. of her <laughs> okay <laughs> he says this
3: okay uh, wait and i say that and you're the boy so you're I'm the, the boy. you're the boy oh very complex <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's very complex <laughs> don't forget i'm also just a girl standing in front of a boy asking him to love her
0: yeah! Wow! <laughs> that was really good.
2: That was really good. Witchy. Okay. It was witchy. All right. Now, uh Rose, you uh you set me up with this okay. one. Um,
3: you know that thing you did when you were a kid and you sat on someone and did a typewriter on their chest?
2: Um sure.
3: <laughs> it was sort of a
2: <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a ubiquitous <laughs> It's heard. called typewriter chest. Yeah. Of
3: course. Does anyone know that? I <laughs> don't. <laughs> it's no. It's like you've pinned somebody down in a wrestling match or something. Oh, it's and like, like and you go.
2: Do you hit their head like it's the like it's the paper tray?
3: If you've got a lot of panache, yeah. Okay. So you are doing a typewriter to somebody who you sprung hiding behind your door when you got home, thinking you had an empty apartment.
2: Okay. (laughs) I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible.
1: Ding.
0: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Good. Good. good.
1: Very fun, Mark. That was good. Good. That was good. Great.
0: Mark, tee up another one for Rose. Yeah. Yeah. You go, Mark. You
2: got. You're gonna tee. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um. Okay, Rose. You. You are. uh, You've tied somebody up Mm -hmm. and you're driving really fast in a car and they're in the passenger seat. And we don't know if you're going to drive off a cliff. We don't know if you're going to drive into a wall. And you say this.
3: I hate the way you talk to me and the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much that it makes me sick. Yeah! Yeah. What a supportive audience. Yes,
1: that's Mm -hmm. what we are. We're very Mm -hmm. collaborative.
3: Just thinking like that, you know, (laughs) the Joker was my inspiration. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Do you think you could play the Joker?
3: No. I do.
2: No, not enough cheekbone.
3: Not enough, I think you could. No, but he does have that great smile that sort of masks whatever's going on there. So maybe I'd be. Yeah, a maybe. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's it for our little Gross. game, great. and I thank you, you, you did, so
1: much. I think you did really well. Um, yeah. You won the game.
3: You guys are so great. I'm so excited for your um, movie.
2: Okay, so I think we all sort of came to the same conclusion. Acting is embarrassing. It's enough to give you nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. But the sooner we accept that, the more fun we'll have and the better we'll perform. And it helps that we have a pretty supportive crew. And speaking of our crew, next time we're assembling a crew, hopping in a car, driving to a secluded cabin, and shooting our horror film, Close and Lock the Patio Door. We're taking everything we learned about writing, acting, and directing, and we're putting it to use. And hopefully, nothing goes wrong.
3: Our DP, Joe, ended up going to the hospital yesterday with some very intense back pain. So he uh, will not be joining this weekend.
2: Okay, well, hopefully only that one thing goes wrong. My retina detached. I had surgery. And um, I have gone temporarily blind in my right eye. Okay, well, hopefully only those two things go wrong.
1: Like, if we don't have the contacts, we don't really have a monster. <laughs> yeah, well, what do you want me to do?
2: Not put it in some more?
0: The movie's screwed. We're screwed. The movie's screwed.
2: That's next time on Let's Make a Horror. Let's Make a Horror is a production of CBC Podcasts and Kelly and Kelly. Created by Kelly and Kelly. Hosted by Ryan Beal, Mark Chavez, and Maddie Kelly. This episode was written and produced by Dave Shumka and Chris Kelly. For Kelly and Kelly, the executive producers are Lauren Berkovich and Pat Kelly. Associate producer, Rebecca Peng. For CBC, Anna Ashite is the coordinating producer. Jeff Turner is a senior producer. The executive producer is Chris Oak. And Arif Narani is the director of CBC Podcasts. Our theme song is by Chris Kelly.
0: Cosmo Cosmo ah.
1: For more CBC podcasts, go to cBC.ca/podcasts.